This is Capricorn FM Podcast. Hi, grade 12 agricultural science learners. This is Ms. Pasha M.E. Once again, I'm here to offer another agricultural sciences lesson. Our focus for today will be on animal production. At the end of this lesson, you must be able to describe and compare intensive and extensive animal production systems, compare small-scale or subsistence and large-scale or commercial farming systems, explain the factors that increases animal production under intensive and extensive animal production. But before I can start with today's lesson, let me respond to questions that were asked in the previous lesson. The first question was about a diagram or a schematic representation of the digestive enzymes in the stomach and small intestines. When answering such a question, you need to know the enzymes involved with digestion in the stomach and small intestines and the nutrient they react on. For example, we have got the three groupings of uh, the enzymes as the proteolytic enzymes, which reacts on proteins, for example, trypsin and peptidase, the lipolytic enzymes that reacts on fats or the lipids. Remember, fats are lipids, for example, a lipase, the amylytic enzymes that reacts on carbohydrates, for example, the salivary amylase and the pancreatic amylase. The second question was, uh, Elena was requesting me to give the answers to question 2.1.3 and 2.1.4. With this one, I can't have an answer because I don't know where it was taken from. If it was taken from a previous question paper, I will never know which of uh, previous uh, which years previous question paper so i can't be able to answer this one the third question was all about the adaptations of the crop in digestion okay for this one uh, you need to know that inside the crop of each and every fowl there is uh, the microorganisms there is uh, the, uh, some microorganisms there which means that the type of digestion is microbial digestion and which ferment the food. And the adaptation of this crop is the presence of the microorganisms and the small stones that were picked up during eating. The last question was about the basari. Uh, uh, you need to log in the Department of Agriculture, Forestry and Fisheries and search for bursaries. You will see them uh, the 2020 to 2021 uh, bursaries in agricultural uh, uh, careers. Some closes in May, some in June, some in July, August, and the last ones closes in September 2020. Without further ado, let us perform our ritual which is terminology. I refer to terminology as our ritual because I want you learners to get used to the fact that terminology needs to be practiced and uh, any time when preparing for tests and exams. The first term that we are going to come across in this lesson is breeding, 
which refers to the mating and production of offspring by animals, broiler, which refers to the chickens that are kept for their meat, broodiness, as the tendency of a hen to sit on eggs, binocular vision, as being when an animal cannot see its back, especially animals with eyes on the forehead. And there is only one animal on earth that can see its back, that's the octopus. The carrying capacity is the maximum stocking rate possible while maintaining or improving vegetation. The environment as the surroundings, including all external factors where the animal lives and operates. Extensive animal production, which is sometimes referred to as a free range, is a system where animals are kept on large surface area and they may be small or many. A feedlot being a plot of ground or a building where livestock are threatened for the market. Hoppers as the containers for grains which narrow near the bottom and release grain from the other end. Hypothermia referring to the condition in which the body temperature is much higher than uh, normal. And hypothermia, which is an opposite to hypothermia, being a condition in which the body temperature is much lower than normal. Insulation as the protection to prevent loss of heat. Intensive animal production being a system where large numbers of animals are concentrated in a small area with limited mobility. Commercial farming or large scale is a farming system which usually involves large numbers of animals. Nutrition as the process of taking food into the body and absorbing it for maintenance, growth, reproduction and repair of worn out tissues. A panoramic vision being when an animal can see all around. For example, cattle. Cattle can see all around. Roost when chickens settle for rest, especially when they have lead eggs. Rounding off as the fattening or the growing of farm animals for market. Subsistence or small-scale farming involves a small number of animals. Stock density is the number of animals on a specific area of the pasture for a specific period of time or is the number of animals on a given piece of land over a particular period of time. Thermoregulate, meaning to, to control the body temperature to its optimum level. Now, let me take you through two factors needed to increase production. In order to increase production, you need to consider all the production factors. For example, the natural resources, which includes soil, water, vegetation, and climate. The things that uh, occurs in nature, and these things are used for production. Laborers as the workers, or the physical or the mental ability to do a work with the aim of getting remunerated or with the aim of getting paid or with the aim of getting a salary. A capital, which is a, a, an equipment or money that, which is used in production, the technology, the type of management involved, 
with management we are looking at the skills and knowledge of running the production process let us look at the two animal production systems as intensive and extensive animal production systems with intensive animal production system animals are kept in enclosed area where their movement is restricted which means simply means that the animals are kept inside a house and uh, this house occupies a small area and the movement is controlled again they are fed with a special diet they are fed with the food with uh, the nutrients like the carbohydrates the proteins the fats the vitamins and the minerals there is a close supervision and management becomes easy in intensive animal production system this one is more economical meaning that one can generate a large amount of money within a short time but the disadvantage is that it is labor intensive expensive a high standard of knowledge is required and there may be overcrowding which may lead to a rapid spread of diseases and pollution the examples of these intensive animal production systems being a battery system where the, the, the animals are kept in cages. For example, the layers. Remember, the layers are the, the chickens that are kept for laying eggs. The broilers unit where the chickens kept for meat are kept or the chicken runs. The piggeries or the deep litter system. The feedlots. Yes, these are some of the examples of the, in, the intensive animal production systems. And with extensive animal production system, animals are kept in a large open area. The movement is free, no close supervision. Animals search for their own food. There is less human interference and less capital intensive. This uh, 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 extensive farming system is the one that we use to practice in our houses. Uh, uh, our indigenous uh, system of production, we know it. And the disadvantage of this, of using this system, is that animals are difficult to manage. There is a low levels of management, which may lead to overgrazing of the of the field. Animals are often in poorer condition and have lower body weight, and this results in lower production. A common example of extensive animal production system is cattle in the bushfield area or the sheep in the Karoo field. Yes, as I've said before, uh, we, we 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 used to practice this. Now, let's compare intensive and extensive animal production systems looking at the following aspects. Number one, a goal. Number two, investment. Number three, the breeds. Number four, the purpose. Number five, the effect on the environment. Number six, labor or capital. Number seven, flexibility. Number eight, the inputs from outside. Number nine, market orientation. Remember, we are now comparing. Now, when looking as at extensive uh, production system, the goal is the minimization of risk. 
while in intensive farming the goal is maximization of profit this is profit oriented for example in extensive we have the sheep in the karoo and in intensive we have poultry farm or the dairy farm number two aspect number two investment in extensive production system the investment is very much low and in intensive the investment is very high now let's look at the breeds the type of animals that are kept uh, in extensive farming uh, production system uh, we come across mostly local multi-purpose breeds yeah our indigenous animals the, uh, the nguni and the african and in intensive farming system we come across the mostly high performance breeds yeah the exotic ones for example here yeah, the, the brahman the bonsmara and uh, aspect number four which is the purpose the main purpose in extensive farming system is the provision of food fiber and fertilizer whilst in intensive farming the main purpose is for the production of food for sale and employment which is also referred to as job creation the effect on the environment in intensive farming system the environment is sustained the sustainable use of vegetation and the resources that have no other use whilst in intensive farming there is a high use of energy production of large amounts of animal waste labor or capital in ex extensive there is little mechanization on a limited number of laborers and in, in in intensive farming system this one is capital intensive with uh, which is whereby labor is intensive and combined with mechanization flexibility in extensive system flexibility is high the movement is not restricted animals may may, may even move further yeah? you can come up where, where you can come across uh, your household cattle uh, at the shopping complex and whilst in intensive farming flexibility is very much low since the movement is controlled the the aspect input from outside in extensive the inputs from outside are low and whilst in intensive the inputs from outside are high and when it comes to the last one aspect which is market orientation the market orientation is low in extensive and in intensive the market orientation is high and let's look at the factors used to increase animal production under intensive and extensive farming systems factors being feeding environment breeding and the general management practices with intensive farming system for example the broiler production uh, with regard to feeding they fed they are fed with a special diet with the balanced ration mixed in a correct proportions whilst in extensive farming system when it comes to feeding animals fend for their own food yeah, grazing the natural pastures in different patterns like cattle grazes tall grasses they are referred to as grazers goats and sheep grazes uh, leaves of plants they are called browsers so these animals in extensive farming system when it comes to feeding they need supplements and water must be available at all times the environment 
uh, in intensive farming system, like broiler system, uh, the environment is uh, controlled. Housing should be constructed on a suitable landscape with proper ventilation, orientation, which is from east to west direction and must have side walls. Roofs and walls should have reflective surface on the outside to help reduce solar heat. Roof must be well insulated to reduce heat loss. Wood shavings or sawdust can be spread on the floor to prevent breast blisters. While in extensive farming system, natural shelter such as trees are used and as a farmer you need to plant trees around the farm to protect these beef animals from adverse environmental factors such as wind temperature and rainfall when it comes to breeding farmers select broilers because of their increased meat quality and some opt for using the gmos the genetically modified organisms and in extensive farming system the breeding natural breeding takes place on the natural environment and good quality bulls must be selected to maintain a good healthy head the ratio of cows to one bull being one is to 25 uh, depending on the bull's age and health the general enterprise management in intensive farming system sanitation plays a major role in a broiler unit the house should be cleaned and disinfected both feed and water feeders should be prepared in advance according to the size of population there should be sufficient ratio between the number of chicks to be fed and feed and water feeders must be throughout the brooding area to minimize unnecessary movement and stress and food bath should be provided at the entrance of the broiler unit as a precautionary measure while in extensive farming system management of pasture is imperative in beef production to minimize overgrazing and overstocking and you need to practice rotational grazing and to wrap up the lesson in conclusion, let us compare subsistence and commercial farming. Subsistence being a small scale whereby farms are smaller than in commercial animal production system. Farms are bigger. The aim in subsistence being to produce only enough products to support the family without access for sale and trade. In commercial, the aim is to produce products that can be sold for profits and adds value to the economy of the country. The, the subsistence farming is simple with low productivity and the cost and maintenance. While commercial, the system is complex with high productivity and scientific business principles used to maximize production and minimize cost. The management in, in subsistence is extensive and traditional farming techniques are used. In intensive, farmer often con consults experts to increase productivity and pro profit, whereby the modern techniques are used. With subsistence farming, animal health is often neglected due to high cost and lack of knowledge. While in intense in commercial, uh, health is closely monitored, especially in intensive farming systems. Let me proceed by giving you the possible questions that you may come across in your examination papers. But before I can do that, let me advise you to Google the
past question papers using the link search67.com. You will find previous question papers and their memoranda. And here are some of the possible questions based on the animal production and their expected answers. But before answering, check the type of question, whether it is a case study, a scenario, or a graph, or sometimes a, a pie chart. To remind you, a case study is an account of an activity or a problem that contains a real-life situation that will be encountered in farming. The real-life situation, the things that happens in reality, that's a case study. Then, when answering a case study question, you need to involve the following. You need to analyze the situation. Again, apply sound agricultural knowledge. You apply whatever you have acquired. You apply whatever you know. And again, think about the problem and its solutions. Just think that maybe those things are happening to you so that you can... Uh, you, you can draw up conclusions. And a scenario is an outline or a picture of a situation based on assumptions and factors. It is used to estimate the possible effects of one or more of the factors. And again, a scenario is used for situation analysis and future planning. Question one. Uh, we have been given a picture. On the picture, I can see an, a, a woman feeding some chickens that are running around. One of the chicks busy brooding and uh, their shelter. And there is a statement which says, the production system below is commonly used in rural communities on a small scale. Chickens are fed using leftover food from the house and grain crops from the field. Then now, the, here are the questions that follows uh, the picture. Firstly, you look to look. You need to look at the carefully on the picture and uh, eh, try to to derive some meaning from the picture so that you can easily answer the questions. Question 1.1 says, identify the type of poultry production system above that is normally used by rural communities. As I've said before, we see a woman feeding the chicks that are running around. We see their shelter. And we see one of the chicks brooding. Now, the expected answer here, which carries one mark, is a backyard system or a free-range system. That's the expected answer. Then we are done with question 1.1. 1. 1. 
remember it's with, with regard to the picture question 1.2 says name three advantages of the system in question 1.1 meaning the advantages of a, a backyard system or a free range system this falls under extensive farming system and it carries three marks then the expected answers here are uh, we prefer uh, uh, backyard system is good because it is cheaper or less expensive again a free range system is good because it is easy to manage again a free range system is good because no special equipment are needed again no specialized or expert knowledge needed and it is more environmentally friendly then from these expected answers you are supposed to choose only three to answer your question then you collect your three marks then voila there you are now let's move to question 1.3 this says state three problems that could be associated with this type of production system it carries three marks you look at the problems concerning a backyard system or a free range system hmm? with a free range system the animals can easily contact diseases again poor feeding Eh? poor feeding or feeding on less nutritious food we i think you know that you know that uh, uh, indigenously we feed these animals with leftovers we don't feed them with a special diet and again the other problem is that there is a high risk towards predators the animals may be stolen the animals may be eaten by wild animals while roaming around fending for their own food the other problem more feed energy is utilized for non-production purposes which results into low production output or a slow growth rate that's the other problem the most of the energy is used for moving around, running around, catching some locusts and other insects. And then the other problem is the high risk towards theft of animals, as alluded before. And the, the other problem is that the animals may be exposed to extreme environmental conditions. They may be exposed to, to high rainfalls and they will die. Again, they may be exposed to uh, strong winds. They may die. And then amongst the, the, these uh, answers that were given, you need to collect only three and collect three marks. Then we are done with this question on a backyard or a free range system. Now, let's move. When moving forward, we look at question two. With this question two, you have been given a table with information. Inside the table, we have leaf mass in cages and the floor space required for 10 peaks in square meters. 
and then the information uh, we we have uh, the numbers with live mass in kgs we have 20 kgs and for for space being 14 square meters 40 the any for the animals weighing 40 kgs the space should be 22 square meters animals weighing 60 kgs the space should be 30 square meters for animals weighing 80 kgs the space should be 37 square meters for the animals weighing 100 kgs the space should be 42 square meters for animals weighing 120 kgs the space should be 47 square meters for animals weighing 180 kgs uh, the space should be 53 square meters that's the table with inf the information in the table then question 2.1 says draw a bar graph to indicate the live mass of pigs and the floor space they require this one carries six marks now to answer this one you need to know how to draw a graph when drawing a graph take note of the following number one the type of a graph that you are requested to draw for example a line graph a bar graph or a histogram the variables on the graph or in the table we have the two variables namely the dependent and the independent variables how do we differentiate them the independent variable are those variables that will never change meaning that they are stable at that moment and they are the first variables to come into being and giving rise to to the development of the dependent variables like in our case we have uh, we have our independent variable as live mass in kgs which means that we first have our peaks and then from having pigs uh, the pigs are having their own weight that's that's how, why i'm saying that it is the first thing to be present and uh, it gives rise to the development of uh, the, the 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 dependent variable and the the dependent variables are the variables that are ever changing and they came into being because of the presence of the independent variables like in our case here our dependent variable is the floor space which is measured in square meters and when labeling when drawing your graph draw a vertical line which moves from top to bottom and name the line as the y-axis and again draw connect the horizontal line on the vertical line and name it the x axis and when labeling that graph of yours you put uh, the independent variable which is the the leaf mass of the peaks on the x axis because it is independent and uh, put and label the dependent variable on the y axis 
because it is it came into being after uh, the being of um, the, the, the 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 independent variable and again you need to remember the number sequence yes and remember that numbering starts with a zero yes on the x-axis you plot the leaf mass don't forget the units sk in kgs and on the y-axis you plot the floor space in square meters because the graph is going to be judged on uh, the the following criteria one the correct heading and where do we do, where do we get our heading you we get our heading from the question itself remember the question says draw a bar graph to indicate the leaf mass of peaks and the floor space they require yes then now on this question you you just take uh that's the from the from the question you just take the leaf mass of peaks and this and, and the floor space they require or leaf mass of peaks versus the, the floor space yes the x-axis needs to be correct correctly uh, calibrated and labeled as i've said before leaf mass at the x-axis the y-axis to be labeled uh, to be cal correctly calibrated and labeled as the floor space required and don't forget the units as both units as the square meters and the cages and the bar graph the bar graph remember on the bar graph the bars are not connected to one another because they are talking about a different uh, 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 things okay lastly the, the the last criteria being of accuracy you will only score the total of six marks if you scored uh, everything correct if you lose one that one point will go away with the mark for accuracy and i think i'm done with uh, the graph then question 2.2 with regard to the table with information it says refer to the table above and indicate the trend in terms of floor space required in relation to the leaf mass of peaks it carries two marks uh, the expected answer there the trend yeah you you look at the fashion yeah then the, the 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 expected answer there is the increase in leaf mass leads to an increase in floor space required yes as the animals grows the weight increases and that the space also must increase just look at uh, the numbers there to end the animals with 20 kgs occupies 14 square meters the animals weighing 40 kgs occupies 22 square meters as the the weight increases the space must also increase and i am done with this question on the the table with information now i think you are still with me now let's move forward looking at the other uh, possible question that we may come across i named it question three and we have a picture on the picture we have 
the two illustrations there we have uh we see on one picture we see a, a, a boy and the animals from far and on the other uh, and it is named a as rural cattle heading and the, 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 the second picture is labeled b as cattle in feedlot in a feedlot yes uh question 3.1 with regard to the picture here it says identify the animal production systems represented by a and b in the above illustrations it carries two marks the expect sorry the expected answer here is uh, you need to, to first identify you look at the picture then you ident you spot hmm? Uh, uh, these types of uh, uh, farming production systems. Now, then, the, the expected answer here it, for the identification is A with a, a, a rural cattle heading. It's extensive uh, animal production system. And B, where we see the animals being kept inside a camp, a small camp being intensive production system their movement is restricted remember and question 3.2 says compare the following aspects of the animal production systems illustrated above you compare the two and uh, looking at the, the the following two aspects aspect a being capital investment Remember, with capital, we are talking about money or the equipment used uh, in the production system. And then, uh, number B, being the area of land occupied. It also scores, uh, it carries two marks. You compare the, 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 the extensive and intensive animal production system looking at the two uh, aspects as capital investment and area of land occupied. Yes, when comparing uh, with regard to capital investment, there is a low capital or a technology input in extensive production system. And there is a large capital or technology input in intensive production system. Meaning that extensively low usage of money, low production. And in intensive high usage of money uh, and money and technology, but and high profit. Remember, this one is mostly uh, profit orientated. And number as for, as for B, which uh, is with regard to the area of land occupied, the expected answer here uh, of uh, is low animal concentration in a large area in extensive production system, and a high animal concentration in a small area in intensive production system. Meaning that in extensive, the animals occupies a large area. They can move to wherever they feel like uh, going. Yeah? They can go wherever they feel like going. Whilst in intensive farm, uh, animal production system, 
Yeah, the the animals are concentrated, are overcrowded in a small area, and the movement is controlled. Their movement is restricted, and uh, then here you just to compare, looking at the two aspects, then you score four marks. Uh, another uh, uh, possible question, three point three, with regard to this picture. Give two examples of intensive production systems for poultry. Yes, the two examples of intensive production system for poultry. The expected answers there, the battery system, the chicken runs, the deep litter system for, 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 for piglets, and the feedlots. Yes, those are the expected answers. And we are done with uh, the question on the, the, the picture on extensive and intensive farming systems. Another possible examination question. I named it question four. Uh, there is a picture. On the picture, there is a pie chart. On the pie chart, we see the, 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 the biggest slice being given to 10 kettles, a medium-sized slice given to 30 goats, another medium-sized slice given to 25 poultry, and a smallest slice being given to 100 sheep. Then, question 4.1 says, Refer to the pie chart above and identify the farm animals that are kept under intensive production conditions. You look at this uh, pie chart and then you identify the farm animals that are kept under intensive production conditions. Remember, cattle are in are 10 in a big area, a goat 30 in a medium-sized area, poultry 25 in a medium-sized area, sheep 100 in the smallest area. Then the question says, refer to the pie chart above and identify the farm animals that are kept under intensive production conditions. And it carries one mark. The expected answer there is sheep. And question 4.2 is a follow-up question to question 4.1 of uh, identification of animals in intensive production condition as sheep. Now, with this one, it says, give a reason for the answer above. It carries one mark. The reason being that 100 sheep are kept in a small area. Or you can say a large number of sheep found in a small area. That's the, the expected answer. Another question with regard to the pie says, refer to the pie chart above and identify the farm animals that uses each of the following facilities. We have got the three facilities there. SA, laying hands, carries one mark. B, milk impala, carries one mark. C, sharing shed, carrying one mark each. Okay, now the expected answer for A which which says uh, farm animals that uses uh, laying hands as the the the, the laying hands the, the expected answer here is poultry because uh, 
laying ants are fowls. They fall under the animal's poultry, which are monogastric. And uh, the bee, the answer to bee, which says a milk parlor. In a milk parlor, we keep we can keep goats or cattle. Yes. The answer to C as the sharing shed, which carries one mark. We can share uh, we can share the wool from sheep and from goats. Those are the expected answers. The the last question with regard to this pie chart. I named it 4.4. Says, calculate the percentage of sheep from the total number of farm animals on this farm. It carries three marks. Then now, how to calculate? Remember, when you are requested to calculate, you need to use the, the combination of the mathematical signs and at the end, your answer must be expressed as a percentage. Step number one, when calculating, you add the total number of animals. Remember, we want to see the percentage of sheep. We add the total number of animals as 25 uh, poultry, plus 100 sheep, plus 30 goats, plus 10 cattle, then your answer there will be 165 animals. Then step number two, you multiply uh, the, the, the number of sheep, which is 100, by 100% and divide by the total number of animals. And your answer the, 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 the expected answer will be 60,6% or 61%. Yes, I think I'm done with these possible questions regarding the pie chart. I'm moving forward to another question. The, uh, I named it as uh, question five. On this question, we come across a picture. The picture below indicates a proper housing structure for broiler production. Remember, broilers are, are, are chickens that are kept for the production of meat. Uh, the first, uh, the, the structure here is a, a housing for chicken. Yes. And on this housing, we see the windows being given a label as A. Yes. Question 5.1 says, name two requirements of the roofing material in order to regulate temperature in the above housing structure. It carries two marks. Then the expected answer there should be, it must have a reflective surface on the outside. And... Uh, uh, the, the second answer, it must help to reduce the conduction of heat. These two expected answers carries two marks. Question 5.2 says, besides roofing material, suggest two other ways in which temperature can be regulated in this broiler production enterprise. It carries two marks. The two other uh, ways in which temperature can be regulated. 
uh, the, uh, the expected answers being heat lamps or the heaters in cold weather, ventilation systems, air conditioning in cold weather, and it carries two marks. Question 5.3 says, name the best orientation of the broiler house in South Africa and give a reason for the answer. And the expect it carries two marks. The expected answer there being uh, the best orientation must be uh, east to west direction. Why? To reduce the effect of direct sunlight. Because this question is uh, uh, a two-way question. It needs two answers. You first give uh, the first answer for orientation and the second answer that's for the reason. And the last question being 5.4 says give two reasons for the use of part A in the above housing structure. Remember, part A is given a, a, a label A. It's given A. And uh, the, that part uh, when looking at the part is the ventilators or a window then the expect the expected answer here can be uh, the purpose the two purposes of the part labeled a to allow ventilation or to allow the flow of a and the other question the other answer can be to allow diffused sunlight and guys Thank you. We have come to the to the end of our lesson and thank you for listening to me. Keep locking yourselves inside uh, your rooms and keep on studying. Keep on googling for information. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. That was Capricorn FM podcast.